dropping in this week to update you on a happening over at adfreeshows.com. Yes, I'm sure you've heard of it by now, but what you may not be aware of is Conversations with Conrad, a special series hosted by the Podfather himself that includes wrestling royalty, key decision makers in the wrestling business that rarely sit down for interviews, but our guy Conrad, he sprinkles that magic dust and is getting it done. And if you haven't heard last week, part one with Jerry Jarrett was made available exclusively at adfreeshows.com. Check out a sneak peek. Jerry, I've run across a guy down here who plays bass guitar. But he's the, got the best looking body I've ever seen. Long blonde hair. Now he's getting a little thin, but you can dress him up. But if you can make a wrestler out of him, you can make a fortune. So I said, send him up. So sign up now to hear it all over at adfreeshows.com and get caught up now because part two is on the way next week. Plus, you'll gain access to the exclusive sit-down interviews Conrad has already conducted with both Jim Hurd and Jim Crockett. It's hours of content you won't find anywhere else. Available on both audio and video, not just a Zoom screen either. It's fully produced video with pictures and images of the stories that are being told. So sign up today and begin enjoying all the perks of your membership immediately over at adfreeshows.com. Hey, I want to take a time out right now to do a little hashtag humble brag. We just got a five-star review from our man, Andrew up in Wisconsin. That's right. Wisconsin. I know what you're thinking. Hey, aren't you in Alabama? How are you helping people in Wisconsin? We're licensed in more than 40 States, so we can hook you up too, but don't take my word for it. Let's listen to Andrew's five-star review over at conradreviews.com. The best part of working with first family mortgage was the communication that started with the first phone call from the start. Steven gave me advice on getting my credit score up. Then Jimmy took it from there and was only a text message away on any question I had. The bottom line is you can't beat friendly customer service and excellent communication. I can't thank everyone at first family enough. Our dream home is finally reality. Five-star service at its best. Yeah. You heard me right. He said our dream home is finally a reality. So if you're a renter and you're looking to buy a house, there's no better place to start than save with Conrad.com. If you already own your own home, but you're looking to pay it off faster and with cheaper monthly payments, you just can't beat save with Conrad.com. Maybe you've got credit card debt or a second mortgage, or maybe even worse. You're in a 30 year loan. We can show you how to keep more of your own money and get rid of all that debt. Just like that at save with Conrad.com NMLS number six, five, zero, eight, four equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Find out how much money you can save for free at savewithconrad.com and tell your landlord that uh, <clears throat> he's been future endeavored thanks to savewithconrad.com. Let me tell you something about Tony Schiavone. You can get all of your What Happened Win shirts at lewisrules.com. And let me tell you another thing. You can get even more gimmicks at boxofgimmicks.com. That's the official store of What Happened Win and ad-free shows. You can get shirts and hoodies and tank tops. And let me tell you another thing. You can get mugs and posters and beach towels. Don't be a bald heavy geek. Head on over to lewisrules.com and boxofgimmicks.com. You undercover hillbilly. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. And we thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Rocket Promotion. Tony Ephraim's what they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off center stage. Bischoff, Disney Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinny Mac, Simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad. Not your classy podcast. Watch along, try not to laugh. Lois rules, cat back. This wasn't the initial plan. Tom Zing's a good looking man. Quandike Bill, make a chair. Tommy, you come over here. What happened when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring. And here's your co host. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood and Britt Baker's boyfriend, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? I am not Britt Baker's boyfriend. I think we know who Britt Baker's boyfriend is. It's Adam Cole. Boom, boom, baby. Who's ready for story time with Tony Schiavone? Uh, yay, 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 yay. <laughs> you are in a yay. foul mood. You're in yay. a foul freaking mood. Yay. Okay. L- let me tell you what's going on in my life. Okay. Yeah. 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 Can I tell you what's going on in my life? Yeah. Okay. I've, uh, I've gone down the rabbit hole again. Okay. I, I've started, <laughs> I've started. Uh, fixing up. I've, I've always had a baseball room downstairs. Did you oh, ever see the basement? I did. Basement? And it, okay. you had, I mean, I know you did it several years ago, but when you finished it way back when it had to be the bees knees, oh, it was tremendous. So now we're working on it again. Uh, we've put a big screen TV down there. We've put, uh, one of those L shaped, uh, sofas. Oh, you can't hide money. We got that free, free. Okay. It's kind of an old, so anyway, so we fixed it up and so I'm organizing the shelves and I come across my baseball cards. Well, once you get into baseball cards, it's hard to get out. Oh my God. So I've, I've gone to, I've gone to BP collectibles here in Marietta. My old standby store, great. Uh, Bob has been has had that store since like the seventies. He's moved it around. It's now in a antique mall, and I paid uh, three hundred bucks for a 
Mickey uh, Mickey Mantle card. Well, that's I mean, why is that bad? Three hundred bucks for well, it's 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 not bad considering if you want one that's near mint or mint condition, it's four thousand dollars. This was not bad. Even but four thousand dollars is not a bad investment on baseball cards right now. Uh, and I've got, uh, I just, I've been ordering cards online. I ordered a Pete Rose, Don Sutton card, just ordering. And I'm thinking you, you start into this shit. I'm, I'm talking vintage cards. Now. I'm not talking about the, the cards they come out, the of modern course. cards. That no, are out. Yeah. yeah. We know you're not a fucking goof. We know <laughs> I'm talking about tops, 1969 baseball. And then there's tops, 1965. And then there's tops, 1966. <laughs> Oh God. So you're into it big time. Um, yeah, I'm, I've, I've been bitten by the bug again and I've got to slow down. I just, it's, it's fun. It Tony, really is. It's, 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 it's like a, it's like a treasure hunt, you know? So it's pretty cool. You're doing better than ever and you can treat yourself to some $300 baseball cards. What's the big deal? Yeah, I, I, I guess you're right. I guess it, it gives me something to do besides the Peloton and the, and the drum set and, uh, it, wait, wait, hang on. That drum set is not just for decoration. You play that motherfucker. Yeah, I do. I'm not good. I'm not bad. Well, but, I'm not. but what, what? Uh, hop your ass up and play us a little something. Let's no, go. No, 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 no. You got to do it. No, not you got to, I'll do it next week. Just do it now. It's spontaneous. No. It's fun. You don't like to do fun stuff. Come on, Tony, 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 go do it. Stop. It's electronic drum set, which means you cannot hear it unless I try to find a cord to plug it into this board here. Listen, don't even worry about that. Just beat the motherfucker down. (laughs) Just stand up and go hit some shit. We just want to see it. Stand up and go hit some shit. <laughs> so just want to see it one good time. <laughs> no, just hit them and go, baby. You know, de- dedicate some. This one's out to you. This one goes out to you, Brett Baker, wherever you are. <laughs> baby, right? Yeah. I'm looking for something here on my phone. Give me a second. Uh, because you, uh, you got some nudes in there. No, I don't. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're older. You're in advanced age. In your advanced age. All right. I found it. You ever I'm, take I'm a going... wiener pick? No, I've never done that. Okay. Have you? Oh, everybody listening to this, taking a wiener pick, but you No, Yeah, exactly. A wiener pick. <laughs> I was just wondering when you do it, did you have to go? Wee, wee, wee. And like <laughs> zoom in. <laughs> I feel like that would have been funny. <laughs> okay. So uh, I want to talk about something, uh, that you and I have not talked about yet. Hopefully it's you playing them fucking drums like step brothers. No, Let's go. No. Just so you know, them. if you don't play it, I'm going to come over and I'm going to put my sack on your, on your drums. <laughs> I'm going to put my sack on your drums, Tony <laughs> sack away, buddy. Okay. Cause I ain't play. I ain't playing today. I've got to be prepared. Okay. Okay. S- okay. This is serious. Oh All yeah. Right? I'm sure it is. No, it is. And you need to, you need to comment on it. Okay. All right. Maybe it's, maybe it's the wrong time to bring it up. I'm probably not going to go ahead. September 20th, 2021, all elite wrestling and the Owen Hart foundation, a nonprofit charity, which provides a vast range of assistance and opportunities to individuals 
in need across the world are collaborating to honor the legacy of late wrestler Owen Hart, a beloved figure in the professional wrestling community and beyond. This collaboration includes launching the annual Owen Hart Cup Tournament within AEW, which will be the winner will receive the cup known as the Owen, as well as the production distribution of a unique and original Owen Hart merchandise, including specific retail goods as well as the upcoming AEW console video game. That's a great thing. I agree. Uh, for many reasons. I, I think and I, I think it, it shows uh, what what our company, what Tony Khan thinks of uh, of Owen, his family, and what he thinks of old school wrestling, the legacy of great wrestlers, remembers it. I think it's a great thing to do, and, and I applaud AEW for doing that. Owen was special. Was special and was a great river, and everybody who worked with him loved him. I know my buddy Mark Henry loved him. Yeah. Mark Henry is truly one of the great guys I've ever, I've ever met in wrestling. I'm so glad I'm working with him. And, um, so there you go. Now, can you believe that? To- can you believe that some folks online took offense to that? I couldn't believe that any, like that was a take at all, but there were some people who were like, as silly as this is, I hope Vince McMahon sues AEW for this. It's like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. What they are, are WWE fanboys. Oh, Mm -hmm. you just said, when we just did a bonus episode, I'm not going to curse on the show anymore. I'm going to stop saying the F word. I'm going to start saying fudge or freaking. Mm -hmm. And then you get on here and just drop a little CS on us. Well, when it comes to those people online, they deserve it. They deserve every foul language. They deserve every bad thing in life that happens to them. And I hope wait, and I wait, believe, wait. you're mad at them because they like I, WWE. No, I'm, I'm mad at them because they're jack offs online. Oh, okay. Okay. You can like WWE. I'm glad you like WWE, but you know what? Don't go around just, you know, they, I believe in karma and I, I don't know all those, uh, fanboys, uh, WWE fanboys out there who are online and who bury us, whatever. I believe in karma and I believe bad things are going to happen to them. Bad things don't happen to me. Good things happen to me. Uh, it's because you're a good person. Okay. But damn fire. We're, we're oof. That was hurtful. I'll tell you this. I feel like, you know, you keep running that mouth like that. You're going to need some sort of new kind of security. Really? Yeah. You for the internet. You mean people are going to try to yeah, jump man. on what and if- uh, lock down my shit. My finances, my personal information. See, you know what I'm talking about. Sure you, do. You, you aren't just, scared of that? Yes, I'm scared of it. I'm scared to death of it. And I'm glad there's something out there that can help me out on that. Like? Aren't you? Aura. Oh, tell us about it. Yeah. Well, the way you use the internet has changed dramatically. And, of course, social media, as we've talked about, has a lot to do with it. And the security, though even though it's changed dramatically, you know how quickly things change, Conrad, my gosh, take a look back, uh, 10 years ago, the way cell phones were. And now the way they are now they're computers in your hands, but security has pretty much stayed the same. And and that really bugs me, but aura provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts. As I said, your finances, devices, and more all in one easy to use step, right? I'm ready. Okay. Got your photos online on, uh, you do. 
if you take your photos, if you got photos on Google photo or you got your, uh, your photo booth or your photos, you got them, you got your finance on there. You got all your connection. Your world is hooked online. And unfortunately for many of you out there, that includes Twitter, social media. It connects us to the latest news, long distance friends, great videos, but unfortunately it also connects us with hackers, cyber criminals. Aura protects you from the worst of the internet, protects you. Unfortunately, it can't keep trolls away from me right now, but because of karma, they'll get theirs in the end. So you can still enjoy the best of it. Every 10 seconds, someone becomes a victim of fraud or identity theft. You ever had that happen to you? Um, uh, not exactly, but I don't think I even have to worry about it now. Thanks to Aura. Mm, yeah, Aura provides digital security protection to keep your online finances, your personal information, and you tech safe from online threats with Aura, you'll get alerted to fraud, alerted to fraud and threads fast. If you online accounts, passwords were leaked online, tries to open your account bank and your net, your bank accounts in your name, Aura will let you know quickly. It's a new type of security service that provi- protects all your online information and devices with one simple subscription. For a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners up to 40% off plans when you visit aura.com slash WHW. Go to aura.com slash WHW to get a complete protection and savings of up to 40%. That's A-U-R-A.com slash WHW. A-U-R-A.com slash WHW. And feel safe online because there are bad people out there looking to get your money, to get your identity, to screw up your life. They don't care. That's, you know, people... Conrad, I know you know this well as anybody else. People sit in front of the computer 24-7 sometimes just trying to hack your shit. And Aura prevents that. And we thank them for being a sponsor of What Happened When. Yes, we do. And uh, we also want to go ahead while we're at it. We're thanking Mm -hmm. people. We should thank Dave Silva for all the comedy. I don't know if you saw the feedback online, but a lot of people... Had a blast talking about Silva sucking his own fart when he uh, mm. pointed his uh, hindquarters mm. towards his CPAP machine and <laughs> sucked his own fart. Mm. It's a T-shirt now over at boxagimmicks.com. But uh, it made me wonder what are some of, or who are some of the more legendary farters throughout wrestling history that you've run across? Well, Dusty's number one, right? That's about all. Where's rebel stack up? <laughs> you really reach today. Aren't you? Um, there's a rumor. I'm sure you've heard. <laughs> oh this, God. Okay. Go ahead. That Vince once farted You know, everybody used to fart on Jerry Briscoe. Cause he had a weak stomach and he would actually okay. gag and sometimes throw up from a fart wow. smell. So Vince had these violent protein farts, right? Right. So right before he goes out in front of a live audience on live television, he's standing in gorilla and he's standing right where Briscoe's seated. So if he let one out, he's like nose to nose Mm. with the situation. Mm -hmm. 
and Vince felt really good about this one. Mm -hmm. So he let out the sickest, nastiest wet fart ever. Mm -hmm. And they're counting him down three, Mm -hmm. two, one, they play his music and he starts laughing and then realizes Houston, we have a problem. (laughs) Vince just shit his pants. The rib was on him, not Jerry Briscoe. So Vince went to the ring with doo-doo soaked pants. Oh God. That's a great story. Thankfully the jacket was covering most of the posterior, but there was a serious situation and Vince couldn't do anything but laugh mm-hmm. and then go out there with a load in his drawers. It's a good thing. It didn't drip right on so, the mat. So, and, and Rick Flair's told the story before he's wrestling Ricky, the dragon steamboat wearing pink tights. They're scheduled to go an hour mm-hmm. and several minutes into the match, but not even 20 minutes into the match. He takes a big body slam and boom, Flair's drawers slowly mm-hmm. turned to Brown. Mm-hmm. He's filled them up. Ringside is repulsed. Yeah. Tommy young told us that yeah. he doesn't want to go home because he wants to give the people their money's worth. So he wrestles literally in his own shit mm-hmm. for the remainder of the match. Mm. So it begs the question. You ever shit your pants at work, Tony? I've shit my pants at home. At work at, though, at AEW, no, at WCW. No, 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 I've never done that. I, well, that's um, not necessarily true. Let's hear it. I used to work mornings at WSB radio. By the way, this is how you start story time with Tony Schiavone, baby in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so you I, shit your pants at WSB. No, no, I. I had to take a, I had to, I, I usually, as you know, take a crap at night. You're yeah. You're a night shitter. We've well established yes, that I'm yeah. a night shitter. Right. Got up early one morning. I usually would get up like at three 30 in the morning. And you know, when you get up at three 30, you don't want to get up. You get up as close to the time you have to leave early morning as you do. So I had to. Wake, wake up that morning. I had to, t- I had to take a shit and I knew that if I t- took one of my big shits, which are usually big, that I would be rushing to get to work. Well, I did. Uh, and I got to work that, that morning and went, first of all, you go into the production room and you do it, do whatever production you got to do. And I'm in the production studio, and, and WSB had seven of them across really a big-time radio station. Run by idiots, by the way, but a big-time radio station. Run by idiots. Talking about karma. WSB used to be a great radio station. It is a shell of what it once was. Anyway, I'm in production seven down at the end, and I'm doing production, and I smell shit. Oh, I'm thinking, did I step in, you know, in Bugs shit or Dooley's shit that was with us at that time or the Beagles? I, I don't know. And I smell it and I go to the bathroom uh, and I realized that I hadn't wiped enough because I was in such a hurry. So there was shit in my drawers. And I took them off and I threw them in the trash can. 
and I went commando that morning. And since that time, I've used Cottonelle wipes. I wish they were a sponsor because they make sure you get yourself clean. So that's the only time. But I've shipped myself here at the house. I've talked about that. And because of my age, because of my age, when I go on the road, I always pack two extra pair of underwear because you never know. You never know when you're going to shit yourself. That's all I I got. I'm hurting. (laughs) I just, and I told you that time to where I was naked in in my bedroom and I had to fart and a turd went flying across the room. And Bug like looked at me and like looked at the turd and looked at me like, "What, what the fuck did you just do? And of course, you know, Bug and I talk and I went, Sorry, buddy. And I mean, we had just put the carpet down upstairs. And so I went to the top of the stairs. I said, Lois, uh, what do we use to get shit off of the carpet? It's brand new. She said, well, it's brand new. It's Scotch guarded. So it shouldn't be too up. Did, 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 did bug shit on the floor? He should know better now. I went, no. Did Chewy shit on them? No. Pause, pause. Did you shit on the floor? I went, well, I really didn't mean to. She went, God, I've married a child. So there you go. This is the greatest episode. (laughs) I mean, dude, he went so serious. This went like, yeah, it felt like a real world confessional (laughs) moment. (laughs) From MTV back it, in the day. It, it was. God, it was. It, it, hap- it happens, man. It, it happens. And of course, I get the older you get, the more susceptible you are to shitting yourself. <laughs> That's why they've got diapers for older people now, which I haven't gotten to that point yet. Would you consider wearing one if you had to do a live show? Like if they had you at the announce desk for like a marathon <laughs> six hour yeah. show. Yeah, I, I can go six hours without, without pissing or shitting. I can. Who who races to the uh, bathroom as soon as you end dynamite faster? Excalibur oh. or Jim Ross? Jim, Jim Ross is first in line. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, not me. I've, I'm able to hold it. I mean, not not the way. But I've I've got a very strong bladder, uh, and I also think I have a very strong rectum however can can we talk about the Owen Hart Foundation more hang on but first let's finish you said you had a tough rectum I said no I, (laughs) I said that I have a very strong bladder but I'm not so sure how strong the rectum is. Oh, you said you had a very strong rectum. I thought you'd been hulking mm. up on people with it or something. <laughs> <sighs> I imagine your rectum wears like a Dino Bravo jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that, that Frenchy mustache. <laughs> Dino Bravo jacket. <laughs> oh, fuck. Woo, buddy. Oh. <sighs> Lord of mercy. What well, we- anyway, there's, uh, but, uh, we're supposed yeah. to be watching wrestling. You know that, right? You know, uh, back in the day, and I say in the day, 
we're talking about 80s and probably 70s and maybe even the 90s, there was probably a lot of shitting going on in other people's uh, bags. Right. I don't think, and probably a lot of, you know, farting with people in the area, chasing people away, everybody laughing. I don't think that's done much anymore. I think we have a kinder, gentler. You don't think there's no farting anymore? I think I don't. Yeah, I'm sure there is, but I mean, not as a practical joke, you know? No. Well, so now the sh- the farting is like ill-intentioned. The farts have yeah. hurt. There's ill will with the farts. Yeah. You just, yeah. You just, you go somewhere into a corner and you fart and you walk out and you don't do it like Dusty used to do and stick toilet paper up in there. So it sounds real loud and makes everybody laugh. What? Hang on. Hang on. You've heard of the dusty muffler. You've told me about it. You're the one that smartened me up to it. Jesus. How did we get into this shit? You said, hey, let me tell you about dusty Rhodes butthole. That's how it started. <laughs> I was like, we're excited to have you here. We're going to watch a little wrestling from 86. And you're like, first let's talk dusty butthole. If you will. No, no. I said, first let's talk about the Owen Hart foundation because that's important, but you didn't want to be serious today. You wanted, you wanted to be irreverent. You didn't want to be serious. You didn't want to talk about some good stuff. You want to talk about. <laughs> no, tell us more about the Owen Hart thing. I told you I read it. Okay. But no, you know, inside stuff. I mean, we, we I don't re- know. In, I don't, I don't know any, anything more than just this. Well, we read it two what... weeks ago. Thanks for wasting okay. our fucking time. I'll see. There you go. I'm just saying you could have told us, yeah, we're going to do a cup. It's going to be a tag team tournament. We're modeling it after the Jim Crockett Memorial cup. Maybe next Tony's going to go ahead and. Cut a deal oh, with Vince go. McMahon senior's estate. And mm-hmm. we're going to have the Vince McMahon senior Memorial cup. You know what? Maybe you know more about it than I do since you're always plugged in. I just made all that up. You never, you never know what you, you never know what you're talking about is made up or not. You could ask me. You're the third most powerful man in wrestling. That's a fucking bold faced lie. You're acting no. like Bruce Pritchard doesn't exist. Oh, you're the fourth most powerful man in wrestling. I don't think that's accurate either. Mm-hmm. I thought that was Cody. You're the fifth most powerful man in wrestling. What about, what about, uh, new Japan pro wrestling's guy, not Michael Craven, the other fella Rocky. No, not him. The other guy. I don't know him, but you're the sixth most powerful man in wrestling. What about Scott Demore? You're the seventh. What about Joe Coff? You're the seventh. <laughs> okay, that was funny. <laughs> Remember how easy it was in your 20s? You had so much energy. You could get away with the late night drive throughs. You could even pinch a uh, trouser tent at a moment's notice. Well, that's because you had plenty of testosterone, and it's time to get it back. You could get testosterone injections, but that involves awkward doctor visits, expensive medical bills, and the worst part, once you opt for artificial testosterone, you will suppress your body's ability to naturally produce it even more. But isn't that the problem in the first place? Before considering that pharmaceutical option, there are ways you can naturally raise your testosterone. And one of the easiest ways is by using legacy test stack from legacy sports nutrition. 
Test X9 has nine key ingredients clinically proven to support natural testosterone production and T assist is designed to supercharge T boosting effects with added anti-estrogen compounds. Nick Aldis, the founder of legacy sports nutrition has been blown away by the feedback that customers have sent in after using the ultimate test stack. Guys are feeling stronger in the gym. They have more energy and guys in their late thirties have reported morning wood for the first time in years. One even reported becoming a father after four years of trying, no matter what you do, if you're a guy having optimum testosterone levels is the key to looking, feeling and performing better. Try the ultimate test stack today, and they're confident you'll love the results. Just go to LegacySups.com. That's LegacySups.com, L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com, and the promo code is WHW. You'll enjoy 10% off your entire order at LegacySups.com when you use that promo code WHW. That's L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S.com. The promo code is WHW and you're going to get 10% off your entire order. And we thank legacy subs. And of course, Mr. Nick Aldis for sponsoring today's program. That's legacy promo code WHW. So listen, we're watching October 4th, 1986, Tony it's season two, episode 40 of world championship wrestling. And, uh, we know that we're just a few days away from Magnum's unfortunate accident. This is going to be, uh, the last program with Magnum TA as part of the regular roster. Yeah. Given all that we've seen here in 86, this is, even though we knew it was coming, I'm not looking forward to that. No, I've kind of looked ahead. I'm, I'm really not sure how well we handled it going back and looking at it. We really took a very. Uh, upbeat spin to it. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk more about that when, when we get to it, but it's almost as if we try to portray it as he'll be back. It's nothing. Yeah. Which we all knew was, he was done. Um, so yeah, it's, and, uh, <clears throat> we've had uh, Magnum Russell. We've seen him wrestle and we're getting ready to see, I think it may be in this show, his final interview. Well, the show we're going to watch was actually filmed on October 5th, 1986. Okay. Um, let's get into it, Tony. All right. I've got, a, I want to mention you guys also did a Sunday edition the very right. next day. Um, mm-hmm. but it was filmed the same day, but it aired on the 12th. So there's still a little bit more Magnum, but season two, episode 40, Tony, I think we have a very special countdown this week. We do from one of our uh, top guys on ad-free shows and also a member of WHW Monday. Here we go with our countdown. Hey, fellow slopdicks. This is Matt Malinconico from the great state of New Jersey, counting you down to this week's episode of What Happened When with Tony Schiavone. Three, two, one, play. And just a few minutes ago, we heard from the world champion, Nature Boy, Ric Flair, talking about the risky business. The risky well, business. Let me tell you, Tony, this let's is get down to business. Captain here. Redneck. Who this is? Captain Redneck. Nick Mark. Let me tell you something, Ric Flair. You've been on me for a long time. Thank you. That's exactly what I think. Ric Flair looks like terrible. You know, Rick. To be Ric Flair, all you gotta do is put on a pair of sunglasses, put on a big blonde wig, and you gotta move this out of the way, and you got to get your little strut like Big Rick. See, you gotta be slick, Rick. And then you go ahead 
and you pull out of his here, baby, and you comb it on down, and then you go ahead and put on a Rolex. Well, Rick, let me tell you something. I can wear a Rolex right along with the best of them. I got Rolexes. I've got a lot of money in a bank, Rick Flair. I can wear sunglasses with the best of them. But whether you're a plumber, whether you're a ditch digger in the greatest country in the world, the United States of America, or whether you're the finest man walking in a President Ronald Reagan, you don't have to embarrass people. You don't have to go out and put suits on. I wear tennis shoes because I want to wear them. I wear my Levi's because I want to wear it. I drive my pickup truck because I like driving. And I got my broke leg dog in the back end of it because I love the dog, Rick. And I go ahead and I chew them out of the back of Rick Flair because I want to. You see, Rick Flair, I've never backed down from a man in my life. And I'm not going to start and run from you or Ole Anderson, Iron Anderson, or Tully Blanchard or the rest of your scumbags that you run around with. Now you come on out, Ric Flair, because if you want to meet me, Dusty Rhodes, Mega T.A., Ronnie Garland, and... Okay, here he comes, the world champion, Ric Flair. Wow, how about that? That was pretty good from Murdoch, wasn't it? Dude, that was picking up a little steam right there. And then Flair yeah. comes out at the end. Do you know what type of chewing tobacco he had? Uh, Red Man? Nah, that was Levi Garrett right there. Oh. In the brown bag. Did you ever chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, spit? Yes, I have. Hmm. Long time ago. Just like the man said, great wrestling action right here at World Championship Wrestling. The best in the NWA. David, you're right. And what about the situation with Paul Jones, who now has ravishing Rick Root, of course, but the money and the raging bull Manny Fernandez. Slime. Just slime. Manny Fernandez, the man that's always said, money's not going to buy me, took the suitcase full of it and walked out. And we're going to be hearing more about that here today. Another situation concerns the Rocket Roll Express and the fact that Robert Gibson has some separated ribs and is out. But we've also heard that the Rocket Roll Express can Ricky Morton can use another partner to defend that world tag team title. Tony, there's so much going on, so many things happening. You've got to think about this. The granddaddy of them all is coming up. Starcade 86. Thanksgiving night. <laughs> and we're here with Jim Cornette, the manager of the Midnight Express. You know, am I looking bright today or what? But I just want to say one thing to Robert Gibson laying up in that hospital bed wherever you are. <laughs> How you doing? Get well soon because we miss beating you up and you got something that belongs to us. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce none other than the uncrowned tag team champions of the world, the highest flying team in wrestling, and the men that destroyed the road warriors. My boys, lover boy Dennis and beautiful Bobby, the Midnight Express. <laughs> So we're already starting to see references to Starcade, which is about mm -hmm. six weeks away, I guess. And right. it's time to start to really push that. And I'm pumped, man. Starcade 86. I can't believe that we're almost here. It feels like just not that long ago. We were starting the year and we're almost here at Starcade. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the year goes by quickly. The older you get, remember that one, because that's a, that's true. I, uh, again, I, you need to help me out on timelines here. We've talked so much about the U.S. Tag Team Tournament at the Omni that only drew 3,000 fans. Yes. Has it happened yet? Yes, it's Has happened. It, how come we're not talking about it? I don't know I mean, why we, you're not talking about it. But I, I, we, we, we promoted it so much. Coming up, you know, at the Omni, one-night tournament to crown. We even showed the belts. And now we're kind of ignoring it? I, I, I don't get it. Um, I don't get that thought process. But you know what? Uh, I was, who knows? We were doing okay. And 
Maybe it's just another way of telling you that, Hey, these U S tag team belts don't mean shit. <laughs> I don't know. It happened on September 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as we said, this would have been filmed on October 5th. So it's, okay. it's been done. Yeah. Here we go. Here comes Bobby. <laughs> Gotta do it. Ooh. Put it back in the ring, but well, let him stagger over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Putting his arm around David and watching the guy sell. <laughs> I miss Bobby Eaton. Oh God, the world does. Can you imagine the type of match he's having with uh, Tracy Smothers up there right now? Mm, my goodness. Yeah, he's putting him over. Cause that's what Bobby would do. What do you think this guy's thinking? Wrestling Dennis mm. Condry right this guy's now. Thinking, this guy's thinking that I forgot my underwear. And uh, not only that, oh, oh, well, Shivani was talking about shitting his pants. And I get one more of those blows to the gut and I'm going to shit my pants. But the good news is I'm wearing black. Wait a minute. Shit's brown. Maybe it's, maybe I should have worn brown tights, a brown single. I don't know. Well, I could piss my pants and they wouldn't see it. Well, Shivani said he wasn't going to use foul language anymore. And ooh, he's talking about shitting on his podcast. If he hits me on my gut, I will shit. Oh. All right, let's go ahead and hit pause right now, Tony, because we need to talk about something important. And it's that, uh, well, I'm sad to say it, but I'm getting older. Did you know this? Yeah, I, I know you're getting older. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it shows. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I've, uh, I found myself making some changes in my life. First of all, I drive the speed limit. I'm setting Bullshit. cruise control everywhere I go now. Bullshit. Well, go I, ahead. I've deleted social media off of my phone. <laughs> I've, uh, I've started meal prepping a little bit more oh, my God. and I've quit drinking. Ooh. But the biggest reason that I'm doing this is I take a look at my, my father and I realize, Hmm. It's going to slip up on me before I know it. Right. And, uh, this past April, we went to the beach together and, uh, I happened to get a, a view at the, the top of his head. Yeah. Came and right, what it came right home you, and ordered keeps. Yeah. Uh, keeps comes to our house every month. And, and the reason it is, is because every, every morning, and I know you always say you take a shower once a month. No, every morning when I take a shower, there will be more and more hair in the drain. Oh, and I had to do something about it. So I tried keeps and they are keeping the hair on my head. Yeah. That's really what it's about. I mean, right. you know, you, you don't wait until, uh, you look like our gimmick attorney, Mike Dawkins, before you right. start figuring things out. I mean, the, 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 the truth is two out of three men will experience some form of male pattern, male pattern baldness. By the time they're 35 and I mean, there's like 50 million men who are suffering from it right now, but the best way to keep it is to get ahead of it. Prevention is key and keeps us hooking us up, man. It's a low cost treatment started just $10 a month and keeps offers generic versions. It comes in discreet packaging, but maybe best of all, they have proven results. Don't take my word for it. Go look it up. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of their competitors. But they make it easy. You see, Keeps is a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. They've got convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications that you can get delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave the house. 
And, uh, as I mentioned, prevention's key. You want to get in front of this stuff. They say treatments can take four to six months to see results. So what are you waiting for? Act right now. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash WHW to receive your first month of treatment for free. Why wouldn't you do that? That's keeps.com slash WHW to get your first month for free. That's keeps.com slash WHW. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Now let's get back to the program in three, two, one play. Boy, they are awesome. There's no doubt about that, David. And Cornette is happy over that. That chance you hear is for the one and only, the world TV champion, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. They're beautiful people, you understand. They know when Big Dust, Stardust himself is big, bad, and ugly. You know, Bulldog Bob Brown, Central States heavyweight champion, Central States area, took upon himself to jump in on Michael Sam Houston. I want to show you a piece of film here that shows Dusty Rhodes getting bad, getting mean, and getting ugly. Because right here, Michael Sam Houston was taking it to Buddy Landell, destruction of Buddy Landell. Superstar Billy Dundee, Central States there, the hotbed of wrestling throughout that country. Kansas City, Kansas Memorial Hall, St. Joe, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, all over that area. Sam Houston is there to make a name for himself and to become the heavyweight champion. And right in this thing right here, a heavy fault battle, you'll see Billy Dundee come in the ring and try to take Sam on. Right here, Sam take both men, put them down. And you watch a corner of your screen, you're going to see a little chubby, flat top, Sudland Central States Heavyweight Champion Bulldog Bob Brown come in this area right here. See the bulldog there? That's the end of Butterland Dale. That's history. He is history. He's been history for a long time. Bob Brown right here, Tatum on himself, kicking this kid that I've known since the day he started. He's not a kid anymore. He's not a young lion anymore. He's ready to win major titles and be a major champion. I was standing there this night watching this go on, and I couldn't let it go on. And now you talk about getting nasty and mean and bad. You know the power driver outlawed throughout this country. Well, Bulldog Bob Brown's career in jeopardy at this point. Left corner of your screen, the super uh. camera work for the sellout crowd. You'll see two little features high in the air there. As Dusty Road power drive, Bulldog Bob Brown down. Bulldog Bob Brown now is history. Now is history. And Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. Lord knows I love all of you out there. I love them so much. I come out of here and let them know about it. You know, today's a very special day for Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. Because in my anger, I have forgotten to mention that today is Big Dust's happy birthday time. Well, happy Mama birthday. called me right here at the studio and said everything's going good. So I feel good. The thing I feel bad about is Tully Blanchard. The thing I feel bad about is J.J. Dillon. Oleon Anderson, Ric Flair, that's fine. The world's TV title is around my waist. Now, Tully Blanchard, you can go out and talk about it as much as you want. And J.J. Dillon can go, oh, they singing happy birthday to me. Oh, oh man, this is too much. I love her so much. I love the black, I love the white, the green, the yellow, the purple, all the people of this country. I'm one of God's children, you understand? And oh, it's too much. What more can I say? I love you so much. 
Lord knows I love it. Lord knows. Everybody from Boulder, Colorado, Albuquerque, New Mexico just got a tremendous present for Jim Cracker Promotion. A brand new Testarossa. I'm a happy man. The four horsemen go find out that Dusty Rose is going to get mean, bad, and ugly the rest of 1986. Thank you so much. Lord knows. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Don't How about mm. it, man? What do you think? That was uh, that was pretty good. Uh, let me let me tell you this. I've said this before. What you were watching that footage? Yeah, from that was their TV show. That's how shitty their TV show looked. One camera, and even Dusty Rhodes said, "Great camera work," because he was ripping on how their fucking show looked. Yeah, it was it was a horrible show. And here's JJ. I'm with all four horsemen coming out. I think you also got an insight as to where the four horsemen are in terms of their thinking by comparison to the so-called legendary American dream, Dusty Rhodes. I'd have been embarrassed to admit that I went all the way to Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas City, Kansas, to watch the young punk like Sam Houston beat up on Buddy Landell. I got more important things to do. And the fact that Bulldog Bob Brown, who was a great Central States champion in his own time, had something that had to be said. The fact that the American dream in true fashion jumped him from behind like he's done in every other situation that he's ever been involved in. And the fact that it was captured on camera and he allowed it to be shown. And you know something? I read the Kansas City paper the next day and it was, boy, it was Didn't big Didn't you go headline. all the way to Kansas City just to hurt his leg? We went on leg? a shopping trip. You're talking about two different things. But in the Kansas City newspaper the next day, it was big headlines, wasn't it? I think it was under the used, used car ads. I found it, a big headline where they were selling used Edsels and used Datsuns. It was, they squeezed it right in the middle like they didn't have enough Edsels to fill the space. Hey, Dusty Rhodes drops Bob Brown on his head. Big deal. If you want to see how something should be done when somebody sticks their nose in where it doesn't belong, you take a look at this. I'm talking about Captain Dick, Redneck Dick Murdoch. You saw the beginning of it. Let's see the whole thing. Murdoch, keep it out here for the last two or three minutes, telling everybody what you want to do and what you don't want to do. And I'm telling you right now, on the most serious note of your life, that you're looking face to face with the world champion. And what I'm going to do right now is stretch your country butt because you need to get knocked out of the Reeboks and brought right in to the real society that the four horsemen live on. Got it? You want the ring? Well, there he goes. Here we go. Okay, Ric Flair with Dick Murdoch going right to the ring, but just a few seconds, all the horsemen will come in. Well, you know, Tony Schiavone, what you see here is Dick Murdoch got a lucky punch in on the world's champion, Ric Flair. And what you're going to see in just a moment is what happens when you mess and try to intimidate and try to mock and try to do anything that's out of the ordinary to any one of the four horsemen. Now you can see what it means to be messing with the four horsemen. Now, Dusty Rhodes, that's what you do when you want to kick somebody's tail. You don't sneak up from behind on them like you did Bob Brown and drop him on his head. You give them a country licking right there, just like Dick Murdoch deserves, just like you felt before, Dusty Rhodes. And since it is your birthday, 
And there you go. She's sneaking up from behind again. Dusty Rhodes and all the rest of your guys sneaking up from behind like usual. Sneaking up on the four horsemen. And that's all you can do is you guys got to sneak up from behind just like Ronnie Garvin's done in the past. You've done in the past. Everybody else sneaking up behind Flair, myself, O'Leonard, and cheap shot. Because that's all you are. A bunch of cheap shots. Just like in football, when the whistle blows, you're the guy that comes sailing across the pile and knocks somebody out. Now, Dusty Rhodes, since you got, it's your birthday today, the day that your mama set foot to put you on this earth. That's fine. I want to wish you a happy birthday. Because tonight in the Greensboro Coliseum, Dusty Rhodes, you got to walk down that aisle and you got to look at me. And it might be tomorrow in St. Louis or anywhere else next week or the week after the week after. you got that world's television championship that belongs to the four horsemen. Whether it be Arn Ole or myself, it belongs to us. It is our property, and it will come back. Mark my words. Tully Blanchard, James J. Dillon, they were coming. So no surprise, here on the 11th, that night they were working at the Omni, mm. and the main event was indeed Tully Blanchard and Dusty Rhodes. Mm. Interesting. I, I want to go back to this Bulldog Bob Brown thing. But first, you oh. got to tell me what you think uh, all I was uh, thinking. Okay. Here we are with the Russian bear, Ivan Koloff. Thank you. As you can see that we are the USA tag team champions. Now they've not talked about it as much on TV because we had like only what 3000 fans in the Omni, but you know what? That's downtown Atlanta and we get it. They don't like Russians. Well, they should like Russians. I guess they do like Russians in 2021. They can't talk bad about Russians in 2021 because that would be uh, uh, offensive, but here. In Atlanta, they only had 3,000 fans because they knew that the Russians would win the U.S. tag team belts. Now you may wonder, who is with me as U.S. tag team champ? Well, unfortunately, it's Crusher Khrushchev, and we didn't want him to talk because he really doesn't know what to say. I mean, he's a Russian that speaks English, and we've got to pretend that he was born in Russia, raised in the United States, and that's why he speaks perfect English. But we know... That is because Barry Darso could not come up with a Russian accent like Nikita. Nikita not only came up with a Russian accent, he changed his name to Nikita Eskolov. How dumb is that? And you know what I say to that? When you change your name from your real name, Jesus doesn't like you. At least that's oh. what I was told. Oh. And so here's, uh, here's the fact. Nikita, when you get older, when you get out of wrestling, you need to become a pastor or a reverend or a preacher. And you need to call Jesus back in your life because he's mad at you that you had Nikita S. Koloff as your new name. That's right. Nikita, you, yeah, you think I would have changed my name to Ivan Koloff? No, because I know I've got a life outside of wrestling. Nikita, you're going to have a life outside of wrestling too. And Jesus told me so. All right. Ivan Koloff. I don't know what he's talking about, but let's go to Brad Armstrong. Brad Armstrong, Randy Barber in the ring. You were just saying. Mm -hmm. About uh, JJ and Tully and, and all those guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bulldog Bob Brown. Yeah. Dusty said on that on that interview that he's finished with Bulldog Bob Brown. Bulldog Bob Brown is gone. I think that was them firing him. Or at least saying they're not going to use him because they took over Central States. Yeah. And that was kind of the way because... It's interesting that they would show that footage and they would show Dusty Rhodes coming in to attack Bulldog Bob Brown, but the angle that they turned it into was 
Tully Blanchard. When in fact, the footage shows the angle should have been Bulldog Bob Brown, but it wasn't. And you may know, you may look it up. That may have been the end of the run for Bulldog Bob Brown. November 16th in uh, St. Louis, they did a central States heavyweight championship tournament. They held the opening round mm-hmm. and there we would see dusty Rhodes fight warlord to a double count out and midway through the bout, Bob Brown interferes on behalf of the warlord, but Rhodes okay. fights him off. Okay. So he's not quite done yet. So it was a central States angle basically. Yes. What it was, but in, in your mouth I, area. Yeah. I, I just, uh, I just thought that maybe. You know, did Dusty, you know, Dusty criticized the cameraman. Great camera work. You couldn't even see it. I mean, that was such a, I, I, I can't, I guess it worked because I, I know they did business, but I can't fathom in my mind that someone would allow a TV show to look like that. I just, yeah, it's a little wild. Yeah. It's like, and there you just, Ooh, Russian lakes. Boy, Brad was tremendous. Wasn't he? One of the best man, man. Unfortunately, he passed away because he looks, uh, just like, uh, when he put throws the glasses on, he looks just like Kenny Omega. Yeah. Right. Oh We've my God. That. We got to track this heavyweight yeah. champion, Ronnie Garvin. Well, you know, Tony Schiavone, it's a pleasure to be here. And I like, I like to say thank you very much to all the fans have sent me congratulation letters on winning this title. You know, this is a very prestigious title, the mid Atlantic title. A lot of good men held this title. Well, I'm going to use it as a stepping stone to the world's heavyweight title. And I like to say to all the Ronnie Garvin fans out there, I said earlier, 1986 was going to be the year that Ronnie Garvin was going to become world's champion. Well, all the Ronnie Garvin fans, you better bet on it. You better bet on it, Paul, all you got, because I'm putting everything I got. This horse is going to come in. I'm talking about a triple crown winner. I'm going all the way before 1986 is all over. Ronnie Garvin will be, will be the world's heavyweight champion and rick flair if you are listening you better take it very very seriously because you are looking at a man that is determined to do it and like i said i will be the next heavyweight wrestling world's heavyweight champion and i'm talking about 1986 not 1990 right now ronnie garvin mid-atlantic heavyweight champion let's go back to the ring and he's proud to be an american tony by the way I couldn't help but look up uh, when Dusty said that the Crockett's had just given him a brand new Testarossa. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, everybody was talking about Ferrari once Magnum PI sort of mm-hmm. popularized it. Anyway, 134 grand was the MSRP for that car. And if you use your old in- inflation calculator, that's like 334 these days. Yikes. And that doesn't surprise me that Jimmy Crockett presented that to him. Jimmy got him. Jimmy got him. You know, Jimmy also didn't get him no Ferrari for real. That's a working line, right? He got, I don't think, I don't think he got him Ferrari for real, but I think he got him a, uh, red convertible Mercedes. They have convertible Mercedes. I think I may be wrong. You you know, you'd, you'd interviewed. I don't know if you, when you had talked with Jimmy, if he brought that up or not, but one thing I do know that he did that he bought dusty for his birthday one year, a stock in the Boston Celtics. How about that? Because Dusty was a big Boston Celtics fan, yeah. and he, and so he, I, I remember Jimmy coming to me, talking to me about that. He was proud that he got that for him, and Dusty was so excited. And I guess, I guess, in the will, I guess I don't know, I don't know if Dustin has that or Cody has it or Teal, or what, or maybe they sold him. I don't know. 
but I always thought that was cool. Maybe we'll find out in roads to the top. Yes. That's, maybe, yeah, that's, maybe Cody and Brandy will go set courtside at a Celtics game and that'll be great. Maybe Brandy will take her robe off and yell. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. It was me, Boston. It was me all along. Uh, well, Tim Horner gets a win. Yeah. And we gave a shit. The crowd went mild. <laughs> all right, Tony, let's run a timeout right now. Press pause on your playback. Here's a little pro tip for you. The holidays are around the corner. Are you looking for a great gift? I can't recommend the skylight frame. It's been a perfect gift for my mother-in-law. She's sitting up in Charlotte, North Kakalaki now, and we can send her photos in real time. It's a great way to keep us all connected. And if you live far away from someone important in your life, or maybe you're just across town, it doesn't get any better than this. Ever since my mother-in-law has gotten a skylight frame, the rest of the family has been uploading a picture nearly like every day. And when you receive the first photo, it's going to be a wow moment, or at least it was for her, but it's an easy way for her to see what everyone's up to and for us to stay connected. And man, the older you get, the more you realize what you want more of is time, time with your family, those memories, those moments, those conversations. And I can't recommend a better way to sort of keep everyone connected than the skyline frame. Nowadays, staying in touch with those we love is just more important than ever. The easiest way to do it, in my opinion, is the skyline frame. Hear me explain. It's a photo frame you can email photos to anytime from anywhere. It makes a great gift. So order now and get ahead of the holidays. Anyone can send photos to the frame in just seconds. So it's a great way to keep in touch with friends and of course, family guys, this is effortless to use. The setup takes less than 60 seconds. Even the least tech savvy person can use it. It looks like a real photo frame. So it adds a beautiful touch to your home. It's got a gorgeous 10 inch screen. Of course, we're talking about the skylight frame, by the way, you can swipe through photos with your finger. You can even tap the photo to thank the person who sent it to you. I also want to mention this is such a great product. We know you're going to love it and they do too. That's why skylight offers a 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. You tap the heart button, let them know you love the photo. And of course you can scroll through Ben. This is easy. It's interactive. It's fun to use. It's so simple. Even my mother-in-law can do it. Everybody loves their skylight. One Facebook review says this gives her a little glimpse of us every day. And then we talk on the phone and she can talk to the boys about the pictures we sent. We love skylight frame so much. We're offering our listeners $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. When you go to skylightframe.com forward slash win. That's right. Get $10 off your skylight frame just by going to skylightframe.com and enter the promo code win. That's W H E N. Let me spell that for you too. skylightframe.com is S K Y L I G H T F R A M E.com. And the promo code is win W H E N. Now let's get back to the program in three, two, one play. Where are the Dundee? Oh my goodness. Can you imagine if they really used that music back then? Here's a spoiler boys and girls. They did not. Okay. You know, not many got a musical entrance on TBS. 
What Usually t- they just end, they were just in the ring. Do you know what songs he used? No. Look at this though, man. How about the big reveal? That that those are abs that those are amazing. I mean, that, I mean that, that's what you that, like with your shirt off, right? That's what I've heard. I I wish. I don't know anybody who's ever had abs like that. What is it? You know, what does it take to get abs like that, man? Crunches? I, I don't know. It just Jesus. He was it was freaking amazing. And Rick Rude, buddy, was a good guy, really a mellow guy in real life. Uh but uh I'm sorry he's gone. I, th- I thought he was a hell of, of a performer, didn't you? Oh, man. One of the all-time great heels. I think if you've got like a, a Mount Rushmore of heels, he's got to be on a lot of people's list. Look at him, too. Just a physical specimen, has a yeah. presence about him, mm-hmm. comes off like a legit badass. Yeah. Arm wrestling stud. Mm-hmm. Just great stuff. New I think he w- yeah, I think he was a legit badass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Pulled a gun on Bischoff. Who could forget? Let's listen. <laughs> Tip Preston, there's no doubt a very impressive win for ravishing Rick Rude along with his manager, Paul Jones. Look at this. I'm all teeth. And you know something? You people have already met my two new warriors. And you know, Jimmy Valiant, you might as well say goodbye to the wrestling world because it's long. Let me say one thing right now. I don't care if Manny Fernandez loves me. I don't care if Ravish and Rick Rude loves me. Only thing I ask that they never, never lose the love for money. But the unique thing about these people is they love me. The army loves me. Ravish and Rick loves me. Manny Fernandez drools all over me. And right here, let me move out of the way because the girls and the people want to see this body. Now look at the body. This is the body that money can buy. Brad. You know, Tony, I want to tell all the home viewers, don't get up. Don't adjust the vertical hold on your television. That's just my abs bulging out at you. And there's been a couple other things bulging lately, and I'm talking about my pocketbook. Mr. Jones here has paid me a lot of money to take care of business, and I didn't even bother to ask him what kind of business it was because it doesn't matter. If the business is Dusty Rhodes, it's taken care of. If it's Jimmy Valiant, it's taken care of. If it's Ronnie Garvin, it's taken care of. Magnum TA, it doesn't matter because this is the finest body, the finest wrestling machine in professional wrestling, and right here is the mastermind behind the army. You know, Ravishin, you would look great with that world television belt around your waist because it don't belong to Dusty Rhodes. And right now, I showed everybody a piece of film, but I want to show it to them again because I love this. Ravishin' Rick loves it. And Mandy By the way, we're going to uh, a recorded bit here, but this mm-hmm. is Manny, and he's in the ring with Jimmy Valiant. This when he turns on Jimmy Valiant. Okay, Paul Jones comes up with a briefcase full of money. Look at that. Look at that. Money, honey. Money talks, and that other thing walks. 
And right here you see Manny Fernandez. He has to make a decision. It is very hard for him. Money or loyalty. Now, it wouldn't be hard for Ravish and Rick. It wouldn't be hard for number one Paul Jones. But right here, this is what I like about Manny Fernandez. The, the, the loyalty to the end. And then right here is what makes the big difference. He's got to look at the money, and then he's got to look at that ball-headed geek standing behind him. And he's got to make the decision. A lot of money. That's a lot of money. Now look at him here. There I am, extending my hand. The man that I am. Make that decision. Make my day, Manny. Compadre. <laughs> there he is. Buddy, look at him. And look at the boy and the geek behind him. I ain't got nobody. <laughs> oh, where's my compadre at? Come here, buddy. Come here, amigo. Hey, man. Hey, compadre. Hey. Here he is. Shut up. You know something, baby? Boogie man, it seems like your life and financial status is up in an uproar. There's a lot of people wondering, well, baby, money around the world is the number one thing. And I'm sick and tired of carrying losers because I ain't no loser. So, Boogie, it seems like the money's in the right hands now and the man is paying to get the job done. And this is a total loan collector. <laughs> if the money's big enough, the facts don't count. Let's go to the ring. Well, that sounds like politics in 2021, doesn't it? <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> that was a hell of a line. Oh God. Hey, so, you know, the raging bull and, uh, and Rick rude were a good team. They, they became world tag team champs. I want to mention, I think that's the first time we've seen Rick rude on the, on, on TBS on here, this run. I know yeah. he had, you know, been around the biz for a bit. Uh, you maybe have seen him in championship wrestling from Florida or world class, but here he is returning to JCP in September of 86. And unbelievably he's gone by April of 87. And that summer, of course, he debuts as part of the Heenan family, but man, uh-huh. you look at all the talent that's here yeah. in, in, in 86 and the next year in 87. Woo. Mm, I know zing gone. Yeah. Uh, we just saw JJ give Tony Zane an atomic drop. That's why we're talking like. What the fuck was that about? Oh, right, here's Kenny well, here, Omega. Let's listen. Uh, here's some you know, good Tony ones. Shivani, it seems like everybody is, is looking for somebody. You know, the horsemen are out here. They always end up two on one, three on one. And as you seen earlier, it's four on one. Well, Brad and myself, we're looking too. And it don't matter where or who, but bad Brad and I are, are willing, ready, and able anywhere. That's exactly right. You know, like Tim said, and like I've said before, it doesn't matter if it's single competition, we can handle ourselves. Like I said, we were the former co-holders of the national tag team titles, and we're right here in Crockett Sports to take care of business and to make a name for ourselves in the world of professional wrestling. You know, ever since I've started, the name Armstrong has been synonymous with champions, and I'm not going to change that at all. I'm going to make it even better. And like Tim was saying, the four horsemen, they seem to have overstepped their boundaries, and brother, they better be careful because they may have bitten off more than they can chew. Brad Armstrong, Jim Hoder, more action right after this timeout. I'm a little disappointed we're not going to hear from Dundee today. Mm. Well, just hang in there. I'm sure we will. Uh, Brad Armstrong was also blind as a bat. I so like the speak. shades inside. That was a cool look. Yeah, I know. He was like, he was. He always had real thick glasses. Uh, so he had problems with his eyesight. So anyway, I, was, uh, I go back, and I don't remember what year this was. I may have mentioned this story before. I don't think I have. One of the years... 
And this was after Rick Rude came back to WCW. So it probably was the early 90s. We went to Rick Rude's house to do and uh, to, for me to do an interview with him. And he was going to have a suit and tie on to the interview. And we, and we and me and Wayne Daniel and somebody else went to his house to do this shoot. He had his wife prepare for us all this food and these drinks for us. It was really a classy move that he was going to have people here from Crockett Promotions or at that time WCW. And he just welcomed us into his home with all this food, which was like, I just thought that was kind of a nice touch and kind of showed me what kind of, I, I really liked Rude a lot. I did. One of the all-time greats. Yeah. Let's take a listen as we close the show here. We take a look at it. replay. The Bulls win. And now Ronnie walks right up to the raging bull and Paul Jones. There you see him, David. Obviously, Ronnie now trying trying to explain to the bull, David. David? Oh, Rude hitting from right behind, David. <laughs> and, and now they're stomping away at Ronnie Garvin. David? The ball Jones. enjoying every minute of it. He's just standing there gloating over it. Now they hold him up for the ball. Now he gets his lick in. And knocks Ronnie Garvin right down oh, to the floor. This is just a sample with my new wires. The sky's the limit. Beware. Paul Jones, David. And the bull, <laughs> Ronnie Garvin, still down. As you can see, Brad Armstrong has come out maybe to help him up. But Rick Rude walked right in behind him. And Manny Fernandez waiting, just watching, gloating over it. And he just throws his... Well, Ronnie came out and said something more than money is going on. He couldn't believe the bull will do that. And we just said moments ago, we couldn't believe the bull is doing what he's doing. But it's obvious now he is firmly in the camp of Paul Jones. Fans are out of time right now, but we'll see you next week right here on World Championship Wrestling. So we saw the uh, the turn on a willy, willy, willy. <laughs> uh, as a reminder, they did two tapings that day. It was done on uh, October 5th. They filmed the show on the 11th and then a very special Sunday edition that would air on the 12th. And that was actually dusty's birthday. Uh, later that day, they had uh, a show in Asheville, North Carolina. It was a matinee show with Rick Flair and Murdoch that night. They ran uh, the civic center in Roanoke, Virginia Yay! on the sixth. We had two tours uh, on one side. We had Fayetteville, North Carolina at the Cumberland County civic center, the next, uh, same time though, we're doing Greenville, South Carolina with Flair and Murdoch on top TV tapings that would air on the 11th, the 18th, uh, all the syndicated shows happened in Spartanburg on the seventh on the eighth. We had a sellout in Lenore, North Carolina, but Flair had to go wrestle Luger in a two out of three falls match and championship wrestling for Florida. Dorton arena on the ninth Baltimore, Maryland on the ninth Norfolk scope on the 10th St. Andrews high school gym mm. on October 11th. Why does that stick out? Because I think it was on the coast. Oh, well, yeah, I see that Charleston, uh, yeah. Greensboro, North Carolina at the Coliseum is going to be on the 11th. And you heard Tully talking about his match with dusty. Uh, so they knew what they were booking and they promoted it well on the program. And then you guys would be taping on the 12th and it would air on the 18th. So we're going to get one more show here 
where it's recorded in advance of the accident. The app accident happens on October 14th. Magnum's last match would be on the 13th Magnum TA taking on Jimmy Garvin in a lumberjack match. And I'm sure we'll talk about that next week, but man, it's, uh, it's an interesting time here in Jim Crockett promotions. Is it not? Yeah, it is an interesting time. You know, I said, uh, you said St. Andrews high school gym and I went, Hmm, I, I rem- that's a spot show. And I just, because I did all the local promos, when you say some of those, it just brings back memories of me running down those spot shows that, uh, it brings back some pretty good memories. Actually, this was, uh, it's a good time for me personally. It was obviously a great time for Jim Crockett promotions. Interesting that during 1986 that we would listen, it's not saying anything about Tim Horner. Tim Horner was a great performer, but we featured Tim Horner and Brad Armstrong a lot the last yeah, couple of weeks. Absolutely. Which is, you know, I, that's the way to get people over, right? Put them on TV, let them talk, let them work or quickly, but let them work. So, um, I'm kind of surprised. I thought for some reason that maybe Horner and Armstrong were 87. I guess they're going to go into 87, but I like those kids. Hell, I liked everybody I worked with back then. That's not true. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, later on in my career, uh, Paul Lee would show up and obviously he can fit into the studios back in the eighties. He wouldn't be able to fit into the studios now. Why are you so mean about Polly? Are you jealous of him? No, of, of being 800 pounds? No. I feel like Why would be, I be? I feel like yeah. you're just insanely well, jealous of him. No, no, I'm not saying he's one of the, uh, he's one of the uh, biggest names ever in wrestling throughout the years. And why would I be jealous of someone 800 pounds now? I'm well, glad I'm well, not. because he's on, he's on broadcast television. He's in the main. Oh, events. He he's making a bunch well, of cash. Good. Well, uh, you know what, you know what he should do with that cash? What? He should probably pay back the guys he owed money to from ECW. That would be a good start. Are you going to refund all the money you stole from uh, Turner? I didn't steal money from Turner. They were paying you to do good commentary. And well, I did damn good commentary. Really? Yes. Maybe you didn't think hmm. so. So, but hell, you, but hell, you brought me back. So maybe you thought so. No, I, I was trying to fleece these motherfuckers just like you were. <laughs> hey, so, um, <laughs> you think you did a good job doing commentary in like 99, 2000, 2001. That was good stuff. I, I do not No. Well, well, hang on now. You accepted money from them. So that's stealing. Is it not? No, it's not stealing because I signed a contract and they upheld their end of the contract. Did you uphold yours? Yes. Okay. So you think just being there in present is sufficient. You don't have to actually care or try or put forth effort back then. No. Okay. Well, it's good to know that you've got a strategy to just phone it in on TK here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's listening. No, no. See, I'm not doing that. And again, you are mixing my words up. You're twisting my words around because you know what you are. You a you're lot? a Don. You're now. Yeah. You're a Don Callis Carney is what you are. Oh, really? Oh yeah. That's mm. what you've become. Okay. Huh. The, the seventh most powerful man in wrestling. Well, where's Callis or Calais on that list? Calais. Uh, well, he just, uh, Kenny Omega's manager. But he own operates and manipulates the world heavyweight champion. Mm, yeah, he does. 
I like Don a lot. I think I've mentioned that on our on our shows before. Hang really on, just cool. a minute ago he was a Carney. Now you like him. Why don't you pick? A well, side? you can you can you can like Carnies, can't you? I don't know. Do, do we like Carnies? You and I? I don't. I I like you. And I'm and a Carney. Yes, you are. Now, what makes me a Carney? The idea that uh, I convinced them that you could do commentary again, because <laughs> everybody knows that's a lie. That's exactly right, Excalibur. Uh, that'll be a million dollars. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? It takes some skill to be able to do that. It does. To say it you're exactly some, right. Yes, because you got to find the right moment when he's not talking, which is a lot, to get it in. So yeah, if we it were takes some skill, if we were to call up Rebel and ask her how you are wow. getting it in, what would she say? Wow. Man, you are really, really attempting to do something here, aren't you? What? How, what have I done wrong? Yeah, yeah, you're. <laughs> I'm saying she would have your back on yep. commentary, right? And she would say Tony always gets it in on commentary. Uh, she did some commentary, by the way, for the, uh, and I guess it's on YouTube somewhere for the Rhodes uh, Wrestling Academy. Yeah. When they had their showcase, she did yeah. some commentary, and she and I talked a little bit about how she should do the commentary, and uh, I helped her out a little bit. She's I, I, she is one of my best friends in wrestling in life. Yeah. In life. No doubt. Yeah. It's just weird that you're so infatuated with her romantically. I didn't say I was infatuated with her. She is one of my best friends in wrestling. I've told you this story before that when I was growing up, my best friend was a girl. I've always been able to get along with women and her name was hey, rebel. No, listen. And that's why I've been married for so long because I get along with women. Okay. If you get along with women, if, if women, when you grew up with your best friends, it's no big deal. Yeah, it is. You understand, you, un no, you understand them. I know what, I know what you're trying to, I know what you're trying to play here. I know what's going what? on. What? That you're in the professional friend zone. You're giving terrible advice okay. to our male listeners. Okay. okay. So there you go. So at, uh, box and lowestrules.com, there's a shirt that says you will lie. And that's what you are. Connor. There's also a shirt that says, Tony can't close shit. Pick it up now, boxagimmicks.com. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen his new commercial on cable. I'm not only a member of the can't close shit club.com, I'm also I'm the, the president. <laughs> maybe Tony, maybe Tony Shivani from 1986 could have. But not, not in 2021. How many Howl at the Moon kids did you have in 86? Uh, Lord, uh, I had three. Did you ever and, think about, uh, you know, <clears throat> wrapping it up or something? Uh, no, no. I thought about a vasectomy. Uh, you, so, so your move is you just like to let it soak. That's your thing. So, so. Really, we after Chris was born, we talked about a vasectomy, and I told Lois, "Okay, I'll get one." And too late. <laughs> you had already got one in there, snuck one past the goalie. Yeah, apparently so. That's exactly right, Excalibur. <laughs> got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. I mean. We've talked recently about how you sometimes didn't wipe good and you would walk around with shit yeah. in your drawers. No, no. It happened one time. <laughs> um, did, did you ever look into getting a washlet? 
a washlet. Yeah. It's the, you've, you've seen them in my house. It's what, oh, goes yeah. on, no, I, I, it, it replaces your top seat of your toilet. People commonly yes. refer to it as a bidet. And while right. it does clean your butthole, like a bidet, it's, it's just known as a washlet. Have you thought about putting one in? I have in Tony town. I'm, I'm glad you reminded me how much do they cost? Well, they cost so little that when, uh, Bruce Pritchard camped out here for several days, he ordered one and had it overnighted and had it installed in the room he was staying in. Can't hide money. Can you? So I now have five uh, washlets here at the Conradison. So uh, can I ask you this? So next time you come over, you could shit all day. Yeah. Uh, going a different direction with this. Sure. Uh, how come I don't hear from Bruce anymore is because I work for one company. He works for the other. He has three hours a week of free time. And I try to steal two of them for podcasts. I mean, you know, you could sit here. I could, I'm gonna do this right now. I'm gonna text him. It's just a a simple text. Bruce, how you doing? As you're, as you're texting him, Mm -hmm. he's running a meeting. It's pay-per-view day. Okay. Well, good. Then he can look at his phone when he, when he sits on the, the toilet at the, uh, at the pay-per-view. Without the washlet, he sits on the toilet, he looks through and he says, oh, Shivani sent me a, uh, uh, okay. Uh, I'm doing fine. Thanks. That's all it takes. Why are so, you, you know, that, so, you, you know, you hear it all the time. Oh, I know you're busy. You don't have time. Bullshit. This phone takes a few seconds to text somebody and reach out and just say, how you doing? That's all it takes. No, I agree. Don't, don't tell, don't tell me you don't have time to do this shit anymore. And that's it's with, it's with you all the time. And especially him, it's with him all the time because I'm sure Vince sends him a text like every three minutes. And and we know for sure that you have, uh, bought in on this. I mean, you're legendary. You can just go watch any interview with Bobby Heenan and he'll say, boy, that Shivani called me too often. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> people you like. Oh, you didn't like Bobby. No, he didn't like me. You think he would have liked you if you would have called him? I don't know. I did call him. Last time I called him, Cindy wouldn't let me talk to him. It's probably because you were a motherfucker. You know? No, no, no. Boy, you are really, you're really reaching today. You're really reaching. By the way, <laughs> at boxofgimmicks.com and lowestrules.com, there's a shirt called Conrad Thompson is a lie. It doesn't suck on that. It should, you know, you should, when I look at my watch, (laughs) (laughs) thanks for joining us, boys and girls. We'll be back next week. Apparently there's one more episode Mm. with Magnum TA, and I hope that we get to hear from him next week, but we'll be talking about it in the coming weeks. I can't believe this episode's over. This one flew by, but, uh, it looks like it's about that time. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen in the ring right now is Dave Silva going one-on-one against Dave Hancock. Silva picks up Hancock and oh, he slams him hard. And I do what something shot across the ring. I do believe that is a, a turd. And I'm not talking about the two guys in the ring. We're desperately out of time. See you next week on what happened. When we come to you Wednesdays on cumulus. But on Mondays, exclusively and only for you, ad free on Patron. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And of course, ad free shows.com. And my last number, 65084, equal housing lender.
hear some of my commercials and think to yourself, ah, that sounds too good to be true. That's probably malarkey. Here's the deal, man. It's real. I mean, the main one I listen to is WHW. Um, I think Tony Schiavone's uh, hilarious. Uh, him and Conrad together are, uh, yeah, they're they're very enjoyable to listen to going back and forth. And uh, it gets me through on my commute and everything. Listening to the podcast still going on, uh, we actually uh, was approached by another company. And they took about three months and still wasn't completed yet. And I said, I told my wife, I was like, listen, We've got to do something different. You know, well, let's reach back out to Conrad and Thompson. Let's look out to First Family Mortgage, see what uh, what they can do for us. So I called Diane. Uh, I had previously talked to her, told her what was going on. She was great. She uh, took down, you know, all the information we had uh, and then started the process. And, you know, I told the other company to hit the bricks and uh, um, went with you guys. So. Uh, it's it's been a journey, but uh, it was a, it was a great experience with her. She did a great job. We were able to get the new appraisal in here, and actually it worked out for the best. I mean, my house ended up appraising for about thirty thousand more than it originally had. Um, so you know, for me, that's great. Um, I was able to do my loan with you guys and still have about fifty thousand dollars more equity in my house than what I owe. You can tell they really enjoy what they're doing, and they're really passionate about it. And so for me to, to be able to go through a family and do this, I know it's, you know, they're making a ton of money and they're, they're doing great, but it's, uh, it's just nice to see, you know, a family kind of doing their business. And if I can contribute to that, I would, you know, would really want to take that. If you've got credit card debt, if you've got any type of debt over your head that you need to take care of, you want to look at refinancing your house, you want to look at buying a new house, there's no better company than Saber Conrad. Go to the website, fill out the form, they'll get back to you really fast, and they're going to make things so much easier for you in your life. We're routinely helping wrestling fans around the country, just like you, save tens of thousands of dollars. How much can you save? Find out right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com.